Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I have spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you're diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. I am your host, Erica, here, and I am so excited to dive into today's episode. We are going to talk all about wellness and my daily wellness routine. I have brought up my wellness routine several times on this podcast and like hinted at it, and I get a lot of questions about what I do, so I just figured let's compile it into one full episode. So first, what is wellness? It is the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. Okay, I feel like we hear the term wellness, and for me, wellness really embodies the mind, body, and soul. Right? We can't just talk about physical health because if your mind isn't healthy and if your soul isn't healthy, then you're going to feel it in your body. There's just a lot of science behind that. And so that's really important to me when I'm looking at wellness practices is seeing how does it help my mind, my body, and my soul. So I'm going to break it down. What do I do to help my mind? What do I do to help my body? And what do I do to help my soul? So there's a couple things in the mind and soul part that I think kind of go together like it's kind of hard to differentiate in my personal opinion the two for me just because of how I personally look at the mind and the soul and so just know I kind of look at those as a little overlapped so first I'm going to start with the mind so my wellness journey for my mind I would say started back in 2016 and I am going to say something probably a little controversial. I have to give a lot of credit to a network marketing company that I've been with for a long time because when I first started that network marketing company journey, and it's been a roller coaster, which could be a story for another day, but it's really what helped kickstart my personal development journey. Um, My network marketing company that I'm with has been very, very focused on helping you grow as a person which I love, and I really didn't know much about personal development, and I really had that negative stigma of like, oh, self-help, like, oh, something's wrong with you if you're reading these personal development books, which one is just not true. So if you're someone that's looking to better your life, and if you are looking to help your mind, I would definitely recommend starting to dive into personal development. I talk about it a lot, and honestly, it's one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast, right, is because I personally learned so many different things in the personal development space and I want to be able to share that with others because I get a lot of questions on it from my friends and my family. So my first thing that I do for my mind is actively do personal development. So for me, I kind of qualify that. So I would say my whole wellness practice in a way is personal development, but I would really, really qualify that as um, reading and listening to books 
that help expand my mind and help challenge my worldview and help challenge like my thoughts. So gosh, there are literally so many that have been so good for me. I'm going to talk her talk about her a lot, but um, I kickstarted my personal development journey with a lot of Brene Brown. So I definitely recommend looking into Brene Brown if you have not. She is wonderful and she has a lot of great content. The first book that I read by her was Gift of Imperfection. So good. I've talked about it on a previous episode. I believe I talked about it on my first episode. And so I just really want to emphasize that for me, personal development is such a good wellness practice for your mind because it helps you expand your mind. It helps you look at new areas of thinking. Also, another great book, and I'll be honest, it was a hard book for me, but it really helped expand my mind and helped me so much in the personal development space and with my mindset, and that is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Such a good book. really talks about mindfulness and really being in the present moment, and a lot of times um, I've noticed for me if I'm struggling with feeling anxious or something or stressed, it's because I'm not being present. I'm not being in the present moment and that's where I would say mindfulness comes from and that's really what the core of like a mindfulness practice usually is is just being present in the moment and so they can say they've said or like researchers have said that you know mindfulness really is just that practice of being very present and that could be literally just being present when you're washing your hands or brushing your teeth and just being in the moment and not being constantly distracted. So mindfulness, I would definitely put in this category as well, practicing mindfulness. So another thing that's obviously helped my mind and is part of my wellness routine other than, so, okay, let me backtrack. Personal development, I try to do in some way, shape, or form daily, whether that's reading personal development or listening to personal development via either an audiobook or a podcast. I'm not really a big audiobook person myself. I prefer to just physically read the book. So for me, when I'm listening to personal development, it's usually in the form of a podcast. And I have several that I really like, but um, I've noticed too, there is like one news podcast I listen to. And I notice that if I listen to it too often, guys, like it stresses me out. Like I have to take a break. So the content that you take in really, really affects your mental state. I fully believe that. And so that's why for me, having some sort of personal development pretty much every day is key. And if I miss a day, I feel it. I really do feel it. If I chose to only listen to news podcasts, that always does not help me, right? I have to get some personal development in there. That's just me. That's how I work. And that's what's helped my mind. Also, what has helped my mind so much is therapy. I personally do EMDR therapy, which really helped me with going through trauma and processing trauma, um, both big T and small T trauma, which I have both, go me. And um, so I love, love, love therapy. I'm a big therapy advocate. I think pretty much everyone should have a therapist because it is so helpful. It is so incredibly helpful, no matter what you're going through with life or in life because it's just someone that can help you process everything that's going on. I've been going to therapy on and off since college. I think I tried a therapist once like late middle school and it did not work for some of the trauma I had as a child and it just didn't do much for me. And then early high school, I think actually early high school didn't do much for me. 
And then in college, after a friend passed away, I started seeing a therapist, which helped me a lot. But I had a lot going on in college, so we didn't really focus on my past trauma and mostly focused on like what I was dealing with in the moment. And then really in grad school, um, I started seeing the therapist I see now. And it depends on how I'm doing. Um, I usually see him either once a week or once every other week. It just kind of depends on what we're working on. And I personally found a therapist that specialized in helping heal trauma and EMDR therapy, which has been so beneficial for me. And so I'm not a therapist. I'm not a clinician. So I don't want to go too detailed into what EMDR therapy is just because I don't feel qualified. But my experience with EMDR therapy is essentially it's a very specific type of therapy that helps you it helps you to process your trauma and not be as reactive to it, or at least in my experience, it helps me to decrease the physical reaction I have to my triggers. And that doesn't mean I don't get triggered anymore, but it's helped me really manage those, and it has been game-changing for me. So therapy is a wellness practice I do because I go to therapy regularly. Like I said, I think most people need to. Another, I would say, mindful wellness practice that I have is I joined a group that helps to address some of my childhood trauma that I have, and it's been extremely beneficial. It's called ACOA. I may do a whole um, podcast about it at some point, but essentially ACOA is helping me to work through some of the dysfunction that I had growing up and some of the things that I had to process and I felt very alone in processing. And what I love about ACOA is it has given me a community where I don't feel so alone. Um, again, I don't want to go too into detail about some of the stuff that from my past just because I don't, you know, it involves other people and I want to respect people's privacy. But essentially, I have found that it's helped me really process my childhood in ways it has helped me to process my childhood trauma in a community of people who have similar experiences or have similar mindsets. It's difficult to explain without getting too into it. And again, I want to respect everyone's privacy, but I may do a whole episode on what ACOA is and just how it's helped me because it's huge. And so again, I say that's part of my wellness practice because I do different activities to help process um, what I've gone through a couple times a week typically. And also I attend a meeting one to two times a week and it's really helped me. And you know, what I like about that too is when I've had really busy seasons of life, like right now is a really busy season of life for me, I've been able to kind of put it on the back burner, but it's also helped me process these really busy seasons that have brought up some stuff for me. Next wellness practice that I do for my mind is meditation. So you've probably heard of meditation before. I absolutely love meditating. And there's so many different ways that you can meditate. I started with a guided meditation. I liked the Ono Academy Soul Sync Meditation. I'll link it in the show notes. And there is a lot of research actually that shows the benefits of meditation. So I'll put, again, I'll put um, my, uh, what's it called, my resources in the show notes. But it's been shown to help with pain management with regulating blood pressure, with decreasing inflammation in the body, and can slow cellular aging, which is awesome. So it's basically like anti-aging. It's also been shown to help reduce stress response, emotional regulation, and can help those with major depressive episodes, not relapse, and helps reduce postpartum, postpartum depression symptoms. Those are some, just a couple studies that have been found 
and I just love meditation. So everyone's meditation practice looks different and I'll go a little bit into this when I get to the soul part because this is the one where I'm like, it helps my mind, but it also helps my soul, you know? And so for me, I've noticed that meditation helps me to manage life's stresses better. So when it talks about uh, reducing the stress response, I would say that's the biggest benefit I have seen with incorporating meditation into my life. And so when I got consistent with it was when I was doing phase one of the 75 hard because you do have a um, 10 minutes of visualization that you have to do during phase one. And I kind of turned it into like a visualization meditation. And starting to do that, I really was able to add it to my daily practice. And I notice a difference. I notice that I get less stressed. I get less reactive. I am able to handle whatever life throws at me during the day much better when I'm regularly meditating. And I don't know what this says about me, but Kyle definitely notices a difference. It just helps me get out of my head. And especially with my personality and just some of the things I've been through in my life, I'm an overthinker. And it can be a strength in some ways, but it's also a weakness in others. And this helps me to just quiet my brain. And especially lately, I've been able to really get deep into meditation and I don't need like guided meditation anymore. I now just listen to music, like peaceful music in the background, and I'm actually working towards getting like a meditation um, practitioner uh, certificate so I can start guiding meditation. So maybe I'll do a guided meditation audio at some point when I get that certificate. I'm really excited for it though. So like I said, there's tons of research on the mind, and this one really helps the mind, body, and soul. So if you take anything from this little section, start meditating, even if it's just five minutes a day. They say if you can work up to 20 minutes a day of meditation, that's really going to help you get the full benefits. But I have friends that have gotten so good at meditation, they meditate for over an hour a day. It's like seriously impressive. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about with the mind is affirmations. And I'm not super good at affirmations. I mostly write them down. And uh, again, I'll go more into this um, when I get to the soul section. But I really started affirmations more so when I started my gratitude practice because the app I use includes affirmations in it. And so for those who are doing affirmations, one thing I will stay, say is make sure that you're using an I am statement and slash or make sure that your affirmation is acting like it's already happening or that it's in the present moment. You don't want to do future tense and you don't want to do past tense. Like one of my favorites or one of my favorite affirmations is, I am abundant in all areas of life. Or another one from one of my favorite podcasts was, my success is inevitable and I am always on the right path. Those are two of my favorite affirmations. So those have helped my mindset exponentially and I would consider those like my mind wellness practices. So body, what are some of my body wellness practices? Oh gosh, this is a big one. This is probably going to be my longest one, and I apologize in advance. This is likely to be a very long episode compared to my other episodes, but I would say that my biggest thing is moving my body in some way pretty much every day. Now, we all have our, quote, lazy days, and, you know, thankfully, when I have, since I have a dog or have dogs, I, you know, I have to take them on a walk in some way, shape, or form pretty much every day, so that forces me to move my body, but I highly recommend moving your body in a way that feels good to you. So I personally love weightlifting. I love lifting. 
I started lifting in high school because we did it for my ski team and for volleyball and I absolutely love it. I just feel so powerful when I lift weights and again this could probably be a whole different episode on its own um, but I've noticed when I focus on weightlifting I focus a lot less on the scale number and more focus on the weight that I'm lifting. So instead of focusing on the weight on my body I'm focusing on the weight that I'm lifting and that's why I really love, I personally love lifting heavy. Everyone has a different method. I just feel like my best when I'm lifting heavier for less reps. So I'm not a strength coach, so I don't want to speak too much into this. And maybe I'll be, you know, maybe I could get an episode where we interview um, a specialist in this, like a strength and conditioning specialist, and really go into detail about weightlifting. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And I have a lot of friends who do this, so I bet we can make that happen. But I personally like to lift heavier and have less reps. I also really like doing supersets and for me and more like full body lifts such as squatting, deadlifting, bench press because it it really um, targets multiple muscles in the body versus just one. Like of course they have certain muscles that are really what they are focusing on but you still have to use your core a lot. So if you're looking to weight lift and you have no idea where to get started, there are so many different resources out there. I personally love the Sweat app, Sweat as an S-W-E-A-T app, and it's like a pink little teardrop basically is what the cover of the app looks like, and I use Kelsey Wells' power program on that app. I love it. Um, I also get programs from the strength, strength and conditioning coach that I have at work that my team works with, so I'm super lucky in that regard, but if I'm not doing one of his programs, one of my favorite programs to use is the power program in the sweat app and what I love about her is they have and like all the trainers on this app and the app has expanded a lot so I got the app several years ago and I did it for like a year and a half and then I kind of got bored during COVID so I stopped doing it and I re-downloaded it in November and they've expanded a lot which I think is cool they've added a lot of new trainers so there's a lot of different programs there's a variety I know they have like Pilates on there I think there might be some boxing but don't quote me there's yoga, there's various different um, more HIIT style workouts like high intensity interval training. There's also more body weight workouts. There's heavy lifting. There's different types of lifting programs. There's a combination of all of the above. And so I love, I personally love Kelsey Wells' program. And if you're looking for someone to follow on Instagram, I love Kelsey Wells. Um, she really focuses on both mindfulness and lifting and like physical exercise and I just love that. She's been someone I've followed for years and I just really love following her. So for me, one of my main forms of exercise is weightlifting. I do it three to four times a week. I I really like when I lift four times a week. For me, I've noticed that that's just when I feel my best. As I mentioned earlier, I also go on a lot of walks. I've joked for a long time that walks are my love language in a way. I've just gone on walks for years you know, growing up, I would go for walks to the lake by my house, um, which ended up being about an hour walk with family members and with friends. And I just have always loved that. And, you know, now I have dogs, so I walk them every day. And so walks are just a great way to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, to just move the body. And as I talked about earlier, I love podcasts. So this is a great way to habit stack, which is when you do a couple habits at the same time to make sure that you're getting them done. And so you can add your personal development with your walk. So I often will listen to a personal development podcast or you could listen to an audiobook while I'm walking. And I love that because 
I'm moving my body and I'm exercising my mind and it just helps me a lot. Another way I love to move my body personally is via Krav Maga and I think I'm going to do a whole episode on Krav Maga. As you can tell guys, I have a lot of episodes to record because I have a lot of different topics I want to talk about and really why I got started with Krav Maga. But essentially Krav Maga is just an Israeli self-defense system and or fighting system I should say, martial art. And I absolutely love it. I started doing it um, back in, shoot, what was it? Um, October of 2020? Yeah, October of 2020. And I, I have been doing it since and I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's more active, more functional fitness. And so I love that. And then what do I do for nutrition? Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about like what I do personally and then some of the supplements that I use. So I love to count macros. So similar to, like I said, I have some some unhealthy habits that I've been trying to break when it comes to food and exercise, which again could probably be its own whole episode, but I like to count macros instead of calories. So macros are the macronutrients that your body it, or that the food is made up of. So that is fat, protein, and carbs. And so I count my macros instead of counting my calories. So all food has some sort of macro count. So every, pretty much every food has some sort of carb, protein, and fat. You know, obviously it depends on the food. Some are, some may not have any fat in it. Some may not have any carbs in it. Some may not have any protein in it. It just really depends on what you're doing, especially like processed food. Those macros can be manipulated more, but I like to count my macros. And for me, I've noticed that when I focus on counting macros instead of counting calories, that I am more striving to reach something versus restricting. So in the past, when I've tracked food and I'm counting calories and all I care about is the calorie amount, I feel like I've always had the mindset of, oh, I have to stay under this amount instead of, oh, I have to reach this amount. So when I'm counting macros, I'm like, oh, I have to reach this many grams of protein a day or this many grams of carbs a day, or this many grams of fat a day, instead of, oh, I have to stay under this many calories. So I use the Lose It app. I've also used in the past uh, MyFitnessPal. Both are really good, and you're able to um, set your macro goal daily there. And I worked with a dietitian to help, my, to help me get the macros I need for me. There's a lot of different resources, though, that you can find to get if you want to count your macros or calories. I would look up Precision Nutrition because they have great resources and they are just a great company that I trust and that I know a lot of dietitians and strength coaches use as well. So I would look up Precision Nutrition if you're looking up for your calories or your macro goals and you can adjust your macros based on your your physique goals, um, based on what your fitness goals are, which I really like too. And then if you're on Instagram and you're looking for someone to follow, to learn more about macros. I have followed Julie Ledbetter for a long time. Again, I'll put her info in the show notes. I'll put all these things I'm referencing in the show notes. So the show notes will probably be pretty long this episode, but I love following her. You know, I've learned a lot about macros over the years. So I'll be honest, I'm not as um, following her as closely as I have in the past, just because I know a lot about macros at this point. But if you're a beginner and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I would look up her. I think she has another, I think she has her own podcast talking about it, but she's an amazing resource. She has a ton of videos, a ton of posts all about macro counting, and I just love her approach personally. 
And then another thing that I do and that I love that I'm able to help others with is I am actually partnered with the Health Style Emporium, which is a 16-week holistic health program that helps nourish your mind, body, and soul. So like I said, I think wellness incorporates your mind, your body, and your soul, which is why I decided to be a coach for the Health Style Emporium. And what we really focus is on nutrition, health, and life coaching based on whatever your goals are. So you basically get one-on-one coaching from myself or from another HSC ambassador or coach. And we really just want to help you reach whatever your goals are, um, whether they're more life or physical or nutrition. And you get really great nutritional support. And so now I'm going to go through what I personally use and what, you know, if someone asks me, oh, what do you recommend I use? This is something I recommend for pretty much everyone because really it's going to help you address and bridge the gap from most people's nutritional needs. So I have been taking a fruit, veggie, and berry capsule, and I've been taking it since 2016. And so I have a fruit capsule that I take every day, a veggie capsule that I take every day, and a berry capsule that I take every day. And so what I love about that is it gives you the variety of 30 different plants every single day. And so I say it's a supplement because it does supplement your diet, but what's really cool about it is it's actually just whole food. So if you look at the at the bottle of these capsules, it actually has a food label instead of a supplement label, which is like there is a difference there. And so I can go more into that, but essentially you're getting the nutrients of 30 different uh, plants a day, which I think is really cool. So there's pro-vitamin A, vitamin C and E, folic acid, and a ton of different phytonutrients. And they've basically found that in these, um, in the, what they call the trio capsules, where you're having the fruit, veggie, and berry every day, that there's 119 micronutrients from 11 different classes. So this is not meant to replace eating fruits and vegetables. It's so, so, so important to eat a lot of whole foods. So again, I recommend eating a lot of whole foods, right guys? But I like that this bridges the gap. And then I also... Um, take and okay I will say guys there was about two years that I wasn't as strict with myself um, since 2016 where I wasn't as strict with myself for taking the fruit veggie and berry capsules and I noticed a difference okay like since 2016 I have barely been sick I got COVID because who didn't and I've been sick one other time since 2016 and honestly guys both of those were in the past year when I was kind of slacking on taking my capsules before that I really have not gotten sick so I went like illness free for like five years and it was freaking awesome so I'm just saying like it I love that it's just food it's literally just dehydrated fruits and veggies and berries in a capsule so that's cool and that's why I will talk about it till I'm blue in the face because I think everyone needs it in their life no matter what your diet is okay I also like to take omegas and the omega blend I take is a vegan omega so it has omega three five six seven and nine And what I love is they aren't getting it from fish. They get it from algae, pomegranate seeds, sea sea buckthorn berries, raspberry seeds, tomato seeds, and safflower seeds. And so what's really cool about that is that's going to support brain function, cardiovascular health, and vision. And omegas are just really good for your body. So again, do your own research, guys. I'm not a doctor, but I've noticed a difference when I take these different supplements to my diet. And like I said, they're all vegan, vegan capsules. And... What I like about these and why I take this specific brand is they're all bio, they're bioavailable, meaning they're actually absorbed in your bloodstream. So when you take vitamins, you kind of notice that your pee gets yellow. That's because you're peeing out a lot of the vitamin, right? Your body doesn't absorb vitamins as well, typically. And again, I'm not a dietitian. I'm just telling you what I've learned over the years 
um, through various nutrition classes and various things I've learned, okay? But I like that they're bioavailable, and I like that this specific brand has 41 different clinical studies done in uh, universities and like clinical trials, okay? And so they're just really great for your body. There's so much science behind them, and it's all NSF certified. And NSF is a public health and safety organization that helps to protect and improve like global health. And so to be to have that certification, basically they undergo this independent testing to help meet and exceed these strict quality and like safety guidelines. So it's super clean and I absolutely love that. I'm so grateful for that. And then I also take a whole food plant-based shake that's plant-based fiber, prebiotics, gluten-free, and certified non-GMO. I love the pre prebiotics because that is going to address gut health. And gut health is extremely important. Your gut is linked to your brain in so many different ways, guys. So being able to address gut health is crucial. So those are some of the things that I eat um, and that I take to help support my, my healthy living lifestyle and my wellness practice. Like I said, I've been doing these capsules since 2016 and I absolutely love them. And um, also a book I read forever ago that really shaped my nutrition outlook. I read this back in college. It was, oh shoot, what is the, why am I of course now thinking, forgetting the title? So I forget the title, but um, this quote by Michael Pollan, who's the author of the book, I'll link it in the show notes. He said his philosophy for eating food was eat food, not too much, mostly plants. So let's break that down. Eat food. He meant real food. Like his thing was if your grandmother couldn't recognize the food, that it probably wasn't real food, right? Like we have so much processed food. In society today, focusing on real whole foods is so incredibly important. That's something I love about the HSE, the um, Health Style Emporium that I'm a part of, is we really focus on helping people learn how to eat real whole foods, how to create a healthy full plate, and how to nourish their body. We're not at all about restricting, which is super important to me personally. And so eat real food, right? Limit your processed food as much as possible. Not too much. So that's where I like counting macros because I'm making sure that I am personally eating in accordance to what my body needs. I do think it's important to enjoy food and to be mindful about your food intake, but we also have to remember like what is the purpose of food. The purpose of food is to um, fuel our body and help us live our best and feel our best, right? So I do think it's important to be mindful about what you're eating, right? Because I know when I am being mindful about what I'm eating, I feel a lot better. And my body likes to give me physical reminders of when I'm not eating very well, my eczema flares up really bad. Okay, and we can see so many different health conditions are tied to our food. So eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. And so he doesn't say to not eat meat. He is all for eating meat, especially if it's like sustainably sourced meat and if it's high quality meat, right? But eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables every single day is incredibly important. And so that's where with my fruit, veggie, and berry capsules, it's not in place of fruits and veggies and berries, but it's helping to bridge the gap and make sure that I'm covering my base nutrient-wise, okay? So that's kind of why I do that. And that's a little bit about my eating habits. I Like I said, I like to count macros. I have tons of different recipes. I love that in the HSC, we have tons of different recipe guides. So they have stuff for me who I like to do gluten-free if possible. I like to do dairy-free if possible. And they have a lot of those recipes in there. They have vegan recipes in there. They have just like no dietary restriction <laughs> recipes in there. And then they have tons of 
like I said, it's a mind, body, and soul program. So there's tons of webinars, tons of resources. There's meditations. There's so many different things to help address various life aspects. So if you have questions about that, let me know. I always have that link in the show notes that you can click on to learn more if you wanted to be coached by myself. And I love it. I'm just so passionate about it, which is why it takes up such a large part of this episode. So last thing is what do I do for my soul wellness practice? I have a couple of things. And again, all of these honestly will probably get their own individual episodes at some point in time, but I want to give you a brief overview. So first thing that I do and I've been doing for a long time, and honestly, when I slack on it, I can feel a difference in my body is my moon magic journaling. What the hell is moon magic? So it's essentially this program that one of my mentors created, Shani, and it's a journaling practice and abundance practice that that follows the lunar cycle. So I've found that it's basically like a hands-on abundance practice that connects me to myself and to nature. So based on what lunar cycle we're in, I set an intention at the new moon, and then I journal throughout the various moon phases. And guys, again, I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on it because it's been freaking wild, but it's been basically an abundance practice. Like I've seen the magic that it creates. So moon magic is such a appropriate name for the course and for the community that I'm a part of, but I love it. And I consider that a soul wellness practice because like I said, it's really helped me connect to myself, to my needs, to my desires. And it's helped me connect to nature. Like learning about the moon has been so cool, like so freaking cool. And I've really, really loved it. So next thing I do is when I meditate, I like to pull a chakra card and I have now also added crystals to my meditation. So what are chakras? Chakras are energy centers in the body that are associated to certain nerves and organs. So there are seven main chakras that run along your spine. I'm going to do a whole episode about chakras because that is a whole thing in and of itself. But basically your chakras can be out of balance and that can cause physical or emotional like imbalance or potential pain. It really just depends. There's been some science behind it. It's pretty cool. But basically, I pull a chakra card before I meditate. And I love doing that because the universe always gives me exactly what I need. It's kind of wild, guys. It always takes my breath away. And Kyle is always like, what the fuck? That is so weird. Because I swear, it's like the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, knows what I need to hear. And then I'm like, every chakra has crystals that are associated with it. And I have found that crystals carry a lot of energy, and I absolutely love crystals. And ever since I've added crystals to my meditation practice, so if I'm lying down in meditation, I'll put the crystal on the energy center on the chakra that I'm focusing on balancing, or I'll hold it in my hand. And I can feel the energy flow through, and I swear to God, guys, like my meditations just seem so much deeper. It makes literally no sense. I don't understand it, but it is so cool, and so I just love Love, love, love adding crystals and chakra cards to my meditation, which is why I'm putting it under my soul wellness practice. Like I said, I try to do that every single day. Last thing is my gratitude journal. So I like to practice gratitude daily, and there is so much about gratitude out there. There are so many studies on how it's helped. There are several statistics on how it can benefit your overall well-being, happiness, and longevity. It can literally help you live longer, right? And What I love about gratitude is it helps to reconnect or create new neural pathways. So the neural pathways in your brain, you can literally form new ones, guys, and it's really cool. And so when you practice gratitude, so what I do is I write three things down every single day that I'm grateful for. And this has completely changed my life. It has completely helped me 
change how I see things. And even when I'm having a shitty day, I can almost always find something to be grateful for. And it can be something as small as, oh, I got a lot of sunshine today. Or, oh, I had a really nice conversation with a friend. Or, oh, my cup of coffee was really good this morning. Literally can be so simple. I personally use the 5-Minute Journal app. I love it. They have a physical journal as well. I do think that there's a lot of power in physically writing it down. But that's where I, I do my journal practice via the Moon Magic um, program, which I love, or course, whatever you want to call it. So these are my three things that I do for my soul. So I do my Moon Magic journaling, my chakra cards and crystals during meditation, and I do gratitude daily. And like I said, gratitude literally has been shown to change your outlook on life. It helps you to create new neural pathways and helps you to just see life through a different lens of gratitude, which, trust me, like, I think my gratitude practice is what has got me through some really, really, really hard moments in my life, so I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Um, sorry if I talked really fast, guys. Today, there is a lot of information. Like I said, these show notes are going to be long, but um, thank you all for tuning in today. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you know, me sharing what I do every day empowers you to just take care of yourself. And remember that wellness is about the mind, the body, and the soul. And when you aren't working on one thing, or if you are completely ignoring one aspect of that, it's probably going to create some imbalance in your life, which really can manifest into, into harming kind of other areas of your life. So really addressing all three is so incredibly important. Like, because we are more than just our body. We are more than just our mind. We are more than just our soul. They all come together. They all affect each other. And so I just really recommend that you establish a wellness practice that feels good to you. And like I said, this was long because I do a lot of shit. It takes up a lot of time. So a joke that I will say is you don't have time for drama or for negativity when you're focused on doing all this shit to better yourself. I truly think it's why I've had some success in life. Um, I'm going to put air quotes success, like everyone's definition of success is different, but I do feel like these practices, and they are constantly developing and changing. You know, it really just started with some weightlifting and reading better books for me and not like consuming trash television. Like guys, I barely watch TV anymore. Um, I've noticed that what I consume in my everyday life has a huge, huge, huge effect on my mental and physical health. So I am so grateful for you all. I hope that this inspires you to create your own wellness practice. I hope that, you know, you guys found something helpful or that you guys got something good from this podcast today. Please let me know if you have any questions. I am so grateful for you all. Guys, we have been blowing up. I am so, so thankful for all the listeners we have. We have now have listeners in four different continents, guys. To me, that is wild. We are becoming a global empowerment community and I'm so grateful for you guys. So, don't forget to, you know, if you're going to share this podcast with your friends or your family, feel free to tag me. I always want to know. Feel free to sign in the DMs. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're liking. If you have podcast episode requests, I would love to do that. That's why I did this episode because I knew that I've had questions about what I do daily for my wellness activities. So thank you so much for listening. I know I've said that like five times now, but I really, really appreciate you guys and I cannot wait to talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you and for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for resources that I shared in today's episode and of course to connect with me on social. 
You can find me at Instagram at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. I always love hearing from you. So leave a comment, leave a review, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to tag me if you share the episode with your friends or with your family or on your story. If you want to hear more empowering content, then make sure to hit subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when our next episode drops. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.